0: You want a short teaching or a long teaching? It'll be long. Yeah, it's all about that. I've, I've, I've always uh, something that is very close to my heart is to be able to worship God uh, from from deep within us, and that's what uh, uh, attracted me to the to the renewal when I first came to the Lord some 38 years ago. Some of our, I would like to thank uh, Denzel once again and my daughter Joanne for helping us this worship. <laughs> Denzel just came from college. He's doing his engineering in information science. Am I right? Yeah, information science in uh, CMR College, College of Engineering. He just came back and then he's come. I don't know if he got wet. MVJ, okay, sorry, MVJ. Mvj, um, I'm 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 really inspired by this uh, young lad. Uh, we, we we moved into this new parish just about just about going to be a year now, and uh, the 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 kind of stories I keep hearing about him, uh, he is, he's is is a is a very uh, different kind of a breed altogether. We don't see that you know at all uh, in the in the in the church uh, choirs. It's very rare to find such people. And uh, I asked him, came home and asked him, which retreat, have you been to any retreat? He said, no. Have you been for any conventions? No. Have you been for any prayer meetings? No. And I really felt ashamed with so many retreats, so many conventions, and so many prayer meetings. I'm, I'm, I'm nowhere, he's kind of you know, committed and sincere uh, 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 youngster like that. It inspires me and uh, my daughter and both of them, are, he's, the, he's the choir master, and I'm told that uh, his imposition for the, the mischievous boys and the girls in the thing is to learn scriptures. Can you imagine? So that, that speaks a lot of volumes. And we need people like him, who are, who are single-minded for the Lord. And I pray that the zeal that he has for God, yeah. Oh, praise the Lord let's let's welcome uh, brother francis krupanidhi <laughs> nice to have you brother looks nice with your tie yeah uh, right uh that's something that really attracted me is is about worship i remember going for the first time to the thursday meeting now it is more uh, commonly called as a bread of life but those days it was called as a thursday meeting and uh, I remember going, entering into that hall, where there were at least about 350 people were there. Brother Fritz was leading worship. And the kind of, you know, the, uh, the the presence of God, the electrifying presence of God, I've never experienced that before. And that captivated my heart. I said, I want that. And I remember, we used to have a one-bedroom house. It's not even one-bedroom house. you know. We can say one-room house. Uh, um, and I remember I would be uh, lying down in the night and uh, till everybody went to bed, I would be singing all the songs I, I heard in the prayer meeting. Close my eyes and just imagine the Lord, just picture the Lord standing before me and enjoying himself as I'm just lifting my voice and singing in my own way. And that is something I enjoyed. One thing that I really enjoyed in, a, in the prayer meeting is to when the time came for worship. When people told me to turn around and do some actions and all, that was the most difficult time thing to do. It's very difficult for me. Even now, after so many years, when people tell you, go and meet people and shake hands with people and do some actions, that's the most difficult thing for me to do. It doesn't come for me uh, naturally. But when it is worship, I just enjoy. And I began to learn from the scriptures, especially from the book of Revelation and also the book of you know, Daniel. Uh, that, that is the only thing that we shall be doing when we go into the kingdom of God, into heavens. That's the only thing. There's not going to be preaching of the word. There's not going to be any healing sessions. There's not going to be any calling out of names you know, and prophecies and words of knowledge. None of those things are going to be there. only thing that's going to be there in the heavenly kingdom is going to be worship. We are going to be joining with the angels and saints and the 24 elders and we're going to be prostrating before him singing holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. The beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega and this is the calling that God has given us and this is possible and today's uh, it is very providential that uh, today's teaching is something in line with the same thing. Now suddenly, when you're in your room, suddenly you see a a snake slithering into your room. What would be your reaction? You will panic. Where ran away? Where? It is right at the door. You can't escape. You try to run through the door, it will come and sting you. What will you do? I think a similar thing happened in my in my office room, and God was so merciful. I was I was on leave that day. I believe a six foot a snake you know, slithered slithered into my room in the office, such a fat one, and everybody thought uh, the snake catcher. I believe he came quite quite soon when they called when they called him. He came in about in about 15-20 minutes uh, time, and initially he thought with the description that it is a black cobra. Fortunately, after a lot of ordeal, they caught hold of it, and they found it to be a a, a, a rat snake. But six foot long, you know, very. If I was there in that room, it had come into the entrance. My room is, you know, you enter into one room and get into the another room. So it was there right at the entrance of my door, it seems there is no way of escape. I wonder what would have happened to me. I think I would have panicked. Probably my heart would have taken a severe beating, you know severe jolt. With anxiety, with fear, I don't know how I would have reacted. Similarly, just imagine, tomorrow is the result of your test. You have gone through a, a, a heart test, you know, angiogram or whatever it is and you're awaiting your result. Or we have gone you know, we have given a biopsy and the result is awaited. How do you feel? your heart is pounding. Your heart is pounding, you are not able to sleep. Till you are able to see the report, and doctor sees, and sees it and explains to you what it's all about, you cannot sleep in peace. We feel ang- you know, anxious. When something, when danger is near, when there is pain close at hand, when there is going to be some evil close at hand, something happens to us fear fear grips our heart and that's not the fear that I'm going to be talking the scriptures no I believe in 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 the scripture holy scripture fear of the Lord is main uh, is mentioned 18 18 times in the book of Proverbs alone 18 times in the books of Proverbs alone and 27 times in the whole scripture that's how important the fear of the Lord is and uh, let us go through a few scriptures And I'll come to some of the applications quickly. I will try to keep it as brief as possible. Uh, Psalm thirty three verses six following By the word of the Lord the heavens were made, and all their host by the breath of his mouth. He gathered the waters of the sea as in a bottle. How beautiful. How beautiful it is, no? The Lord gathered the waters of the sea as in a bottle and put the deeps in storehouses. Let all the houses fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of Him. For the Lord spoke and it came to be. And He commanded and it stood forth. How wonderful our God is. He collected all the waters of the earth as if in a bottle. How, how marvelous that is! Amazing. He spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood forth. And in this context, it says, Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of Him. Psalm 89, verses 5 through 7. Psalm 89. Let the heavens praise your wonders, O Lord, your faithfulness in the assembly of the holy ones. For who in the skies can be compared to the Lord? Who among the heavenly beings is like the Lord? A God feared in the council of the holy ones, great and awesome above all that are round about him. He says, who can be feared in the of the lo- council of the Holy Ones, great and awesome above all things? In Ecclesiastes 12, we see the end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. Even end of the, the end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandment, for this is the whole duty of man. With the, with the scriptures, it's very clear that if whoever aspires to obtain wisdom and knowledge, the only secret is the fear of the lord what is the fear of the lord the fear of the lord means it means to the fear of the lord is an attitude of respect toward the towards god which includes a healthy dread of displeasing him it is a deep respect for god it is a deep love for god So much so, I do not want, I fear doing anything that would offend him. That is what the fear of the Lord is. A deep love for the Lord which will make me to fear lest in my wrongdoing I I would hurt him. Fear of the Lord recognizes that he is the creator and I am the creature. Fear of the Lord means he is the creator, I can recognize God. I acknowledge God as the creator of heaven and earth. Lot of the scientists, Big Bang theory, they say the world just happened to be like that. There was a big collision, and the the, the, the world that we see today just happened to be. Many people say the world evolved by itself. The Darwinian theory says, you know, the world evolved over a period of time. But the scriptures very clearly says, behind all this beauty that we see today there is a creator so fear of the Lord means to to acknowledge God as the creator of everything and we his creation the creature fear of the Lord means that he is the master and we are his servants that he is the father and we are his children the fear of the Lord is about not about a negative fear that I spoke about, when a snake you know, slithered into you, know, into into your room, or when we are awaiting a medical report as to what it will, it will, it, will, it is not a fear, a, a physical fear, you know, in that sense. But the true fear of the Lord is, the fear of the Lord is about reverence towards God. It's a deep reverence towards God. It is a respect for Him. It is love and appreciation holding him and his beloved son and the holy spirit in high esteem and this is the attitude necessary in order for us to know what to do that is right in the sight of god this is what to know deeper that's the topic you know that was you know asked for me you know, that was given to me is reverential fear of god actually the word fear in the scriptural sense means Reverence—it's reverential fear, fear of the Lord. So, if I want knowledge and wisdom, I must have this attitude. What is the attitude? That I recognize God as my Creator. I am His Creator. I am His creation. I must recognize Him. He's that He is the Master, and I am His handmaid, His servant. That I must recognize that He is the Father. I am His child. I remember Father Fio would always remind us that we are the children of God. In the earlier days, he would always remind us time and again. Every time I heard him speak, he would always end up by saying we should not lose sight of the fact that we are the sons and the daughters of God. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we are called as the children of God. 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. Behold, what manner of love. We are the children of God. It means if I need to obtain wisdom or knowledge, it means that I need to respect God. I need to revere Him, show Him reverence. It means that I need to love Him. It means I need to show affection to Him. It means that I need to appreciate Him. It means that I need to hold the name of Yahweh in high esteem. That's what it means. It means to hold his name high esteem. That's why in the Old Testament, the people of Israel would not take the name of God. And then they asked, Who are you God? What should I tell the people? What should I tell the, about your name? What is your name to your people? He says, I am who I am. I am who I am as a deep reverence when Moses was on the mountain and when he sees the burning bush and he was trying to approach nearer God tells him the ground on which you're standing is holy take off your sandals he's a holy God we need to show extraordinary uh, 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 what to say? Attitude of reverence and deep respect to Him. There is a song by Vineyard. Some of us would remember a very old song. I'm an ancient man, so I only think of ancient things. So uh, this song by Vineyard group, Vineyard, uh, uh, the song is called "You Are God." Uh, I, I I took a printout of that. You know, it's very beautifully explains who God is. Maybe. Uh if uh, Nalini knows the songs, she can sing it in the end. Vignette song? How can he be a Christian without knowing this song? Anyway. Just kidding. Okay. Uh, the, the, the words are like this. You are God of the heavens and God of the earth. You are God of our Savior's virgin, virgin birth. You are God on the cross and God over, all, God over hell. You were God before man and God when he fell. And the, and the, and the chorus goes like this. You, you are... You are God, you are God, you are God, you are God. You, you are, you are God, you are God, God, and God. Amazing song. And the second verse goes like this You are God in what seems like happenstance. You are God in every circumstance. You are God when we fall, and God when we stand. You are God who holds us in your hand. You are God. You, you are, you are God. It goes like this. You you are you are God you are God 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 you You are you are God You are God 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 You are God You're God over everything So when I come into the presence of God as a child of God, this should be the disposition of my heart wherever I am. This has to become my way of life. And now if I need to to, uh, 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 obtain wisdom, knowledge and understanding, the secret is the fear of the Lord. The secret is the fear of the Lord. the reason many people do not take god's word seriously is because we lack this attitude of deep fear for god reverence for god and that is why they will say it is too hard it's not for me it's okay everybody is doing it after all god will not throw me into hell because of this failure lot of justifications God understands my weakness. Oh, this is not very relevant for our times. This is very, 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 uh, 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 what do you say, irrelevant for our times. It is too hard for our times. God will understand. Trying to dilute it. We keep hearing God's word week after week, month after month. But somehow application of the power of God's word does not happen because somehow deep down when we search our hearts this deep reverence for God is not there. If this deep reverence is there, reverence and obedience to his word are two sides of the same coin. You cannot separate the two. I cannot say I have a deep reverence for God, deep love for God, deep appreciation for God and say I am not fully obedient to God. It cannot go hand in hand. It does just know it just, just doesn't gel together. It has to go. If I need to be a person who is endowed with the knowledge of God, if I need to be a person who needs to grow steadily in my spirituality, in my relationship with God, I need to understand this fear of God, of reverence, deep reverence. Oswald Chambers, he says, this famous man says, The remarkable thing about fearing God is that when you fear God, you fear nothing else. Whereas if you do not fear God, you fear everything else. How true that is. How true. And Jesus says in a different way, perfect love casts away all fear. Nothing to fear. If I am an honest guy, if I am a truthful and and, and a righteous guy, there is nothing to fear. Unrighteousness, saying one lie. I was just talking to somebody in the office over a cup of coffee. I said, sometimes it is so natural for us to say untruth. And to cover one untruth, several lies will come. At the end of it, you really wonder where the truth is. Truth has lost its you know, identity completely because you don't know where it all began. If We don't know. So it is when we stand before God, in absolute reverence to him fearing him there is absolutely no need to fear anyone we can be straightforward we can be forthright and truthful before people what are the benefits of uh, the, the 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 fear of the Lord what is the beginning of wisdom when I go to different colleges I can finish my plus two, I can finish my degree, I can do, finish my post-graduation. And some of us who love to accumulate you know, titles against their name, they may do PhD, you know, doctorate, and so on. They can have a long list of qualification against their names. You think they're people of wisdom? I have seen, at times, most intelligent people. Screw-loose basic things they don't they can't you know figure out basic things they, they can't figure out they'll flounder small things will rattle them you give them something to do with you know computers you give them something to do with mathematics or some formula, some physics and some complicated thing they will be able to handle it but basic things of life how to warm the water, how to make, you know, mix little, you know, milk, you know, for the child, you know, you put little milk powder under, they won't know, they'll be, I saw one guy in the church, it was a comical figure, I'm sure he's a, you know, he's a very brainy, you know, computer, you know, IT, you know, techie, his wife is struggling carrying the baby, you know, short little thing, you know, carrying like this, carrying like that, you know, constantly shifting hands, you know, must have been, you know, carrying that baby, must have been paining, this fellow is you know, so, you know, sitting there like this and like this and like this and like this. Never bother about doing the basic wisdom that his wife is tired. She keep on shifting the baby because the you know the hands are hurting. Common sense will tell that just give a helping hand. No. And he's a good man. Nothing wrong with him. But you no, know, a little screw loose, no. Common sense is not there. So, wisdom does not come through our textbooks, our qualifications. Wisdom comes from the one who's the embodiment of wisdom, the Almighty. It is He alone who gives wisdom. And wisdom comes when I sincerely revere the Lord, when I sincerely seek the Lord, when I sincerely honor the Lord in my life and make that as my attitude and my way of life. Knowledge will come, understanding will come. I will not have to run from one priest to another priest, from one you know, man of God to another man of God, one, one woman of God to another woman. I don't have to run because you know why? God will speak to me as to what is good for me and what is not good for me. God will clearly tell me to different, differentiate between ethics and morals he will tell me which is the right thing and which is the wrong thing i don't have to run from pillar to post to be able to know what is right and what is not right because god speaks with me i was spoken, speaking to this brother very dear brother this saturday and he told me one thing anthony life is very simple christianity is very simple christianity is about living in the heart of god He was trying to say the same thing in a different words. It is trying to live in the heart of God. And when you are living in the heart of God, what does it mean? It means, firstly, to love the Lord. Love the Lord sincerely from your heart not just a pretense, not just you know, mouthing few words, not just you know, hurling words at him, all you know, glamorous words that you can you know, possibly use you know, in a prayer meeting. We can say it doesn't mean, does not matter about all that. Sincerely loving the Lord in your heart, number one, and then you are obedient to his word. You are obedient. Fearfully observe his word. He said, Anthony, you don't have to chase after miracles. Miracles will come chasing after you. You have to just say a word and that word that you have spoken will accomplish the things that you have spoken. God indeed will make it to happen. God will make it to happen. So a man who fears the Lord in a positive way, reveres the Lord from the heart, will experience the power of the Lord in his life, in her life, wherever you are, which whatever situation you are. Sometimes there are people, we are so fortunate to be in a city like Bangalore where there are prayer meetings all over the place, different places. You go to North Karnataka, there are no prayer meetings happening you know, so frequently like this. And yet, I came across when I, when, we, uh, uh, when I went for some national program, charismatic program, I met some of these you know, simple people from this North Karnataka and I was amazed, the kind of miracles that happened. This brother was saying, I prayed over this person, this lady, whose hands were not of the same size. One hand was short, the other was a little longer. He said, in my simplicity, I just prayed. At the end of prayer, 15 minutes, both the hands became of the same size. How did it happen? That person has not gone through any training for healing. He has not gone through any seminars or training programs to be able to pray over people. It is the Lord Almighty. One thing I learned from this person, in his simplicity, he loved the Lord so dearly. Faithfully, he would walk miles and miles and miles to be able to attend mass every day. He doesn't even have a bicycle. Wherever he goes, he goes on his feet. He walks everywhere. And those places are extremely hot places. Gulbarga, not an easy place. Gulbarga is one of the hottest places in Karnataka. And it is you know, one of the hot places you know, after, uh, uh, what is this place? Whitefield, uh? sorry? Raychur. Bellari, 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 Bellari. You said something? Raichur. Raichur, uh, Raichur also, Raichur, Gulbarga, all in the same vicinity very hot places and he lives in, in Gulparga and, and, and this is what. There is so much to learn from simple people. And what is the mantra? Loving God, revering God sincerely and that was a way of life. The second thing is, the benefit of uh, fearing the Lord is, we begin to live, live a holy life, hate evil and depart from evil. What a beautiful thing. Proverbs 3 verse 7 Be not wise in thine own eyes Fear the Lord and depart from evil Proverbs 16 verse 6 By mercy and truth Iniquity is purged And by the fear of the Lord Men depart from evil And by the fear of the Lord Men depart from evil One more verse Proverbs 8, 13. The fear of the Lord is hatred of evil. What a beautiful thing. The fear of the Lord is hatred of evil. Pride and arrogance and the way of evil and perverted speech I hate. When there is fear of God, I don't think there is any policing required. I don't think there is any elder checking on me constantly Anthony have you prayed Anthony have you read the Bible Anthony have you gone for mass Anthony have you gone for confession have you done that this have you done that I don't think any checking and policing is required at all it is a spontaneous desire to keep away from evil Some years ago, I was uh, in Calcutta giving a retreat to the seminarians. One evening, the, the, the superior or somebody who was in charge of the novices, the seminarians, he came and told me, brother, speak to them. They're all from tribal places, most of them. Their English is poor and English is necessary for their uh, studies. And we encourage them to read, uh, listen to English uh, news every day. And whenever I go out, all of them make an agreement, and they want only to watch fashion, fashion TV. You know, this is how many years ago, some ten, twelve years ago, fashion TV. Today we have more, uh, more uh, uh, spicy, you know, channels. You know, those days, you know, fashion TV happened to be one of the most happening things among young people, fashion, fashion TV, and whatnot. You no, know? so. Uh, and I also know youngsters, even at the height of ridiculement, height of being ostracized and being singled out, they hold on to their faith. I have seen in my own college, when I studied in Joseph's College of Commerce, I know a few guys, they used to hold their ground, no matter what happens. They will not. People would curse them make fun of them these were good singers every time they went to the stage they would get paper balls they, the entire hall will be with you know so much of noise people booing them people you know people you know uh, calling them names and all kinds of things but they never would lose their cool they sing their song whether people heard it or not they would sing their song and walk out and in their daily lives so faithful to the personal prayer so faithful in you know reaching out to others witnessing to others such amazing people such inspiring people they were youngsters how did it come they said Anthony it doesn't matter whether people are seeing or not integrity is about what I am in my secret place I am in my secret place what I am also in the outside in the open that is integrity fear of the Lord is all about integrity there are so many things. We will have a healthy life. We will have a life filled with abundance, you know, abundance of grace. We will grow beautifully. Very, you know, We will, go, uh, we will be uh, a people who will be growing very consistently, spiritually walking close with God. And we can see the power of God operating in us. All of that, you know. But I would like to emphasize one thing uh, this evening. Have you seen uh, a Hindu or a Muslim going to a temple or a mosque? It's really worth watching. Just next to, my, uh, next to my house, like our dear brother Lincoln, they have a temple and we also have a temple. And sometimes when I see through my hall or the kitchen, I can see the people coming and going. With what reverence they enter the temple. They will leave the footwear near the gate. They will come all the rituals of going around the pole and everything and finally they will go into the temple and come out with so much of you know devotion and you no, know, at least the exterior things that is you know it is such an inspiring thing muslim amazing where did i see this recently i was in delhi in Delhi, I was you know, returning from Delhi, uh, I was a little early for my, for my flight. So I went, you know, there is a prayer room in the, in the airport. So I, I said, you know, instead of wasting my time just looking around sightseeing, you know, I said, let me go and sit in the prayer room and pray for a while. I saw in that 45 minutes, four Muslims come, so religiously going through their motions and also one Brahmin. With such, this Brahmin was a, I think he was a top class you know, executive, his dress was impeccable, white shirt, sparkling white shirt and a black trouser. He comes in with a rucksack, you know, very fancy you know, rucksack. He comes there, he goes to one corner, he opens the rucksack, there was another small rucksack in it. He picks up the, opens the rucksack and there was one dhoti. There he changed you know, his trousers, he put on the dhoti and there were two you know, brass you know, container, one brass uh, plate and a brass container, and a brass spoon. And then in a bottle, he had had water. He poured, you know, so daily, you know, so very diligently, he poured the water into the vessel. And then he went on with his rituals for about, uh, at least about 20, 25 minutes, finished everything, changed his dress, walked away. I said, me as a Catholic, will I take those kind of trouble to be able to worship my God? He doesn't know who who, God is is only worshiping some idols whether he will enter into the heavenly kingdom he does not know because they believe in reincarnation we do not know whether he will be born as a next life whether he will be born as a cat or a dog or a monkey or a tree or a whatever he does not know and yet is doing all of this and we who are serving the King of kings and the Lord of lords, a God who is the same yesterday, today and forever, when we go into the churches, and even I see in the, in the, in the, in the prayer meetings, I don't know, nowadays I don't see so much, people coming and when the word of God is going on, they'll be like this cocked up and you know, shaking their leg. As if God and them played marbles together. I feel so hurt. Would you sit with that kind of a posture if an important person, a person of repute and authority is sitting right in front of you? I wouldn't dare to do that. When I walk into a, a government office, will I, will, I, will I sit before that government officer or not that way? He'll throw me out instantly. He will shout at me you know, saying, who, what, who do I think that I am? He's not going to tolerate all such things. And how is it when we come into the temple where the living God lives, we take it so casually what is my attitude towards the presence of my God do I have a posture is important because when I can humble myself and exhibit a no exhibit a, a, a kind of an exterior that is humble that is submissive before an authority earthly authority what is my disposition when I come before the king of kings and the Lord of Lords. What is my exposition? Disposition. And in the renewal, letting off. God said this. Did God really tell you this? Calling names just like that? Just F- flippantly, you know, just to th- you know? You know blurting out you know, messages. Did God really speak? I shudder to speak on behalf of God. If God has not spoken. Because I will be held one fine day when I come before him face to face. Anthony, all the things, so many things that you spoke on my behalf were not the things that I told you. That is your own. And we say, at the end of it, nowadays a little lesson in the olden days, after blurting out my own gyan, they will say, thus says the Lord. Thus says who? Anthony, not somebody. If the fear of the Lord is i will only say and i will only do what god wants me to do some of us were brought up in the in the in the in the in the you know anglicized background westernized background we are somehow you know in the, in the in the in the catholic church kerala is different tamil nadu in certain parts of tamil nadu you can't go into the church with your footwear you leave it out and go i think that's a good thing we carry all the muck and dirt of the city into the, into the, into the presence of the Lord. And I'm wearing mine. I, I'm guilty of, you know, sometimes, so, so often, you know, it's not practical, no? In our churches, there's no place for us to leave our footwear. You know, you will leave your footwear and come out, you know, you won't find your footwear again. You know, all those fears are there, so, so you walk in with your footwear. So, I wish, you know, we can go barefoot because that shows the disposition of my heart before Yahweh, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Posture does make a, a, a whole lot of a difference. I think I will end uh, with, uh, with one more thought. If I really fear the Lord in the way we, we saw in the beginning, I think God will become my priority. Convenience will never become my priority. And I see so many people like that. They will travel 15 kilometers in the thick of traffic to meet one person because they love the lord so much i'm so impressed and and so what to say uh, so touched by these people's gesture i said lord i want to be like that just for one person they will travel 15 kilometers at odd hours of the day at nine o'clock ten o'clock in the night they will say Somebody's phone call comes, they go. I ask them, brother, how is it? Brother, what more can I do for what he has done? This is the least I can do. So God, for those who fear God, God becomes a priority. My ministry does not become a priority. Ministry of teaching, ministry of singing, ministry of praying over people, ministry of uh, words of knowledge, whatever ministries we have, you know all the glamorous you know, ministries that we have, all that is only second, secondary and tertiary. It cannot be p- priority. God becomes priority for me. That's what we need to pray. When God becomes my priority, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. It will be. In my home, in my life, I can see this happening. I can see this happening and continuing to happen. And this morning I was talking to a man of God and I was, he was telling me, Anthony, you need to rise from where you are. You are stuck in your own you know, rut. Rise above from this level. You need to. God is calling you into something higher. Not in terms of doing bigger things, not at all. He says God is calling you into a different realm of your relationship with him, not just where you are. And when the true fear of God, I'm, as I'm speaking to you, first I'm speaking to myself. This is not about you no know, speaking to you, and this is, I've got, uh, I've got all of this worked out. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not, I'm just the place, I'm just the place where you are in. I'm also, I'm speaking to myself first, as I speak to you. So let us pray this before, as we go back home today. We will pray, Lord, teach me wisdom. Give me knowledge and understanding, and more than understanding, for me to get all of this the key is the fear of the Lord. We see in uh, Proverbs 1.7. The beginning of wisdom. What is, that? what is that? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fear of the Lord in another verse is the beginning of wisdom. Let's pray. Ah, before that, uh, uh, before closing, Noah. When God asks him to build the the ark, you think it was raining? There was no rain. And he continued to build. Everybody who saw him doing this, they thought he was off his nut. And how long did he have to wait for the rain to come? The scripture says hundred and twenty years. Can you imagine? obedience what fear of god the lord spoke and it has to be truth nothing but the truth and he did it faithfully day after day day after day day after day with all his energy with all his resources he built the ark only to see the truth come to reality after 120 years what an amazing man who feared the lord who obeyed the Lord. Fear of God and obedience go hand in hand. Same thing with uh, Abraham. Same thing with Joseph. Joseph could have easily given up. Potiphar's wife, oh, what a pretty woman from Egypt. An officer's wife must have been really pretty. What a chance for him to to give in. His heart was on Yahweh. He would never give in. He had so many opportunities to wriggle out from the situation that he was in, but he never chose the wrong way. He said, I fear my God and God exalted him. And when we truly fear the Lord, the Lord will lift us up and will exalt us. He will pour his blessings without measure, immeasurably upon our lives. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you and we praise you for this wonderful evening. I thank you, Lord, for the privilege of uh, spending this evening in your presence with my brothers and my sisters. O Lord God, you have spoken to our hearts. And Lord, we have heard this message Several times in the past, we have obeyed conditionally. There is much to obey, Lord. We haven't fully tried the power of your word. We haven't fully given in, given into fearing you from deep in our, within our hearts with reverent fear Lord give us this grace Lord to have this attitude in our lives that we would shudder to do anything that would offend your heart give us this sincerity Lord give us the integrity of our hearts Lord integrity of our heart to be able to love you sincerely whether people are seeing us or not Help us to be the same. Lord God, even as we go back home, we ask you to be with us. Bless us, bless our family members. Lord God, I pray for my brothers and sisters who have come with various requests, Lord, various needs, Lord. Lord, I recognize, I know, Lord, you're a God who's merciful, who's benevolent. And I ask you, Lord, to reach out to my brothers and sisters And grant their heart's desire in your mercy and love. In Jesus' holy name, Father, we make this prayer. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.